0: واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا تقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فإن استقل حديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشرو الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله We welcome all of the brothers and the sisters to Masjid Nurullah for our conference in which we'll be dealing with The topic, which is based upon an authentic narration, where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned, إِنَّمَا بُئِثْتُ لِأُتَمِّمَا al الْأَخْلَاقِ. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he stated, indeed, I have only been sent for the purpose of perfecting the good character. So when we speak about He came to perfect The moral character Or the good character We are speaking about The Prophet Muhammad sallam And This being One of the most important aspects Of His da'wah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And that is the affair of Perfecting and completing One's character And this matter Is not to be overlooked in Islam as one of the main matters which the Prophet ﷺ came to correct and perfect, Al-Akhlaq. Shaykh Uthaymin ta'ala, he said that the Prophet ﷺ came to rectify four matters, Al-Aqidah, Al Ibada Al Akhlaq Wal Mu'amala. The Prophet came to perfect or rectify the creed, how we believe. And he came to rectify the worship. How we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet wasallam, he came to rectify the character, the mannerisms of the people. And the Prophet wasallam, he came to rectify the dealings and the transactions that take place between the people. In this we see that the deen of Islam is a complete way of life because these four matters, this is what life revolves around. Your belief, your worship, your mannerisms, and your dealings with the people. And Alhamdulillah, the praise is for Allah, that we have the best example when it comes to these affairs. And that example is the example of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah Azza wa he mentioned about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam "Wa innaka la'ala And indeed you O Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you are upon exalted character. Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions this in the Quran. And we know that that which is mentioned in the Quran is of great importance. And that which is mentioned in the Quran is a means and a source of guidance. And that which is mentioned in the Qur'an is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted for the Prophet Wasallam to convey to the people so that they can take heed. So the Prophet Wasallam has been described by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as being upon exalted character. And this is from the greatest of praise. The Creator of the heavens and the earth, describing one as being upon exalted character, which is an indication that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He was pleased with the mannerisms of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was pleased with His character. And when we speak about character, You have three aspects. Character when as it relates to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Character as it relates to others from the creation. And then the character as it relates to yourself. And this can be understood. And extracted from the hadith of Mu'ad bin Jabal radiyallahu an, when the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was sending him to Yemen to call the people to Islam, he said to Mu'ad radiyallahu an, "إبتعِ لا حيث مكنت، وأتبع السيئة الحسنة تمحوها، وخارق الناس بخلق حسن،" or كما قالا Sallallahu alayhi wa The Prophet Sallallahu He said to Mu'adh Before he sent him to Yemen To call the people to Islam Fear Allah wherever you may be And follow up the bad deed With a good deed It will wipe it out And behave with the people With good behavior In this hadith, we see the three matters that have been mentioned. The relationship with Allah, the relationship with yourself, and then the relationship with the creation. So in all affairs, the Prophet Muhammad he was upon exalted character. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam had the best mannerisms in his relationship with Allah. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam had the best mannerisms in relationship to the people, to the creation. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi had the best mannerisms as it related to himself. So when one wants to be upon upright character, the best of character, then it is upon him to look at the Prophet Muhammad. As Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ that indeed, you have for you the best example, the most beautiful example in the Messenger of Allah. لِمَن كَانَ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَذَكَرَ الله كثيرا. For the one who hopes with the meeting with Allah in the last day and he remembers Allah much. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was chosen by Allah Azza wa to be the last of the Prophets and the Messengers, the seal of the Prophets and the Messengers. He chose the Prophet sallallahu wa sallam to be the Prophet of the last Ummah The last nation to come and the last of the nations is the best of them. The Ummah of Muhammad, we are the last to come in the dunya, but we are the first to enter into paradise in the akhirah. And at the head of this Ummah is the Prophet Muhammad. With that being said, we have the best of mankind as an example. It gets no better than the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam. And one thing that is important for us in learning the, the Islam, teaching the Islam, before that practicing what we learn, one thing that is very important for us to understand, is that the Messenger of Allah and being the best of mankind, and being the last prophet and messenger for all of mankind, and being the master of the children of Adam on the Day of Judgment. All of the virtues of the Prophet one important point that we must understand and we must get across, that we will never find anyone who is better than the Prophet Muhammad never. Not even from the Prophets and the Messengers. He's the best of them. Do you not see when the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was taken to Jerusalem during the night journey? Who led the salat in Masjid Al Aqsa? Who who prayed? Who led the prayer there? Huh? The Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was the Imam leading the prayer, and the other prophets and messengers were praying behind him. That's a message that's being sent. That's the benefit in that narration that yes, all prophets and messengers they are upon goodness and uprightness, but the best of them is our Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. With that being said, we never follow anyone in opposition to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa Unfortunately, in this day and time, we find from amongst the Muslims, those who are impressed by the mannerisms of the disbelievers and they praised the disbelievers for their quote-unquote good mannerisms. Understand, my noble brothers and sisters in Islam, no matter what good character you find with the kuffar, know that the Prophet already preceded them to that affair, and he has more. Because you may find non-Muslims They're big time humanitarians Travel the world Feeding The hungry And when they're not doing that They're saving the wells. And when they're not doing that they're trying to stop the poachers from taking the tusk of the elephants. And when they're not doing that, they're saving the fins of the sharks. People just cutting off shark fins and just throw the shark in the water and just using the fins uh, for soup. Because it's an aphrodisiac, uh, shark fin soup. Yeah, So so they just... Cut the fin of the shark and then just throw the shark back in the water, take the fin. You have people protesting this affair. When you look at the Prophet, you'll find that his character surpasses the character, the good character that some of the non Muslims they have. So so excuse me? You paying attention? The good character that some of the non-Muslims have. Oh, okay. You understand? Not all non-Muslims have good character. Some of them have good character. But the some that do have good character, the Prophet's character surpasses them. That's the point. So there's no need for the Muslim to be impressed and praise the non muslim when the best example was right there in front of them in the Messenger ﷺ. And you find these individuals or some from amongst the non-Muslims being humanitarians and save the whales and save the koala bears and all this stuff, but then when it comes to their mannerisms with Allah subhanAllah, they are evil. Prophet had good manners in every aspect of good manners. Whereas the kuffar may have good manners or those from amongst them who have good manners, it's an area excluding another. So why be impressed with them when, as Allah mentions, indeed you have a beautiful example in the Messenger of Allah Be patient, inshaAllah, until the end. Okay. From the beauty of this deen, the sunnah has been preserved, as it is revelation along with the Qur'an. And Allah عز وجل mentions, نَحْنُ نَزَّنَّ الذِّكْرُ وَإِنَّا لَهُ لَحَافِظُونَ Indeed, we revealed the revelation, and indeed, we will preserve it. The revelation of Allah عز is the Qur'an and the Sunnah. That's what Allah revealed to Prophet Muhammad the Quran and the Sunnah. Not just the Quran. But both. As the Prophet mentioned, inni ma'a. That indeed I have been given the book and it's like along with it. It's like along with it, meaning the Sunnah is similar to the Quran from the aspect of being revelation. The Sunnah is similar to the Qur'an from the aspect of it being preserved. Because if the Sunnah is not preserved, the portion of the religion is lost. So the Sunnah is preserved, just as Allah has preserved the Qur'an. Also the Sunnah is similar to the Qur'an from the aspect of it being upon the Muslims To put it into practice That which is obligatory One must do And that which is recommended One is recommended to do Likewise with the rules and regulations in the Quran That which is obligatory upon a person to carry out He must carry out And that which a person is encouraged to do Then he is encouraged to do So the sunnah of the Prophet is preserved. And this is where we will find the character of the Prophet Muhammad The Prophet Wasallam was the living example of how to practice the Qur'an. Our mother Aisha anha, she was asked, about the character of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa And she responded, Kana His character was that of the Qur'an. His character was that of the Qur'an. You hear a statement that's famous upon the tongue of many Muslims. The Prophet Muhammad, he is the Quran walking. This statement is incorrect. Why? Yeah, why is this statement incorrect? I think it's incorrect because the Quran is the word of Allah. So... If it's the word of Allah, then how are people going to describe him as a Quran walking? Because that would mean that what? That would mean that it's the words word, word came word from, from the Prophet. Uh, huh? That the words came from the Prophet. Uh-uh, yes. That the to That means that he is a long speech. Oh. On legs. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is unique and there is nothing comparable to Him. That which Aisha radiAllahu anha mentioned, his character was that of the Quran. And what that means is that when you look at the character of the Prophet Wasallam you see the practical application of the Qur'an. The Prophet was the living example of how to practice the Qur'an, how to understand the Qur'an. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prior to being a prophet, he was known for good character. Prior. And this here, barakallahu fikum is a matter or a point of benefit from the angle of us knowing that Allah chose one to be the Prophet who was already known for good character. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam pride to be in a Prophet, he was not known to be a liar. He was not known to be a thief. He was not known to indulge in indecency and evil. He was not known to be one who was deceptive or deceiver. The Prophet was known as Al Amin, the one who was trusted. The Prophet was known for his sitq, for his truthfulness. As we have in the narration, where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had mentioned to the disbelievers of the Quraysh Low Anni Akbartukum Anna Waraakum Bilwadi Aduan. يُرِيدُ أَيْ يُغِيْرَ عَلَيْكُمْ أَكُنْتُمْ مُصَدِّقِيَّ If I informed you that behind you in the valley there is an enemy intending to attack you, would you believe me? Would you believe me? Who was the response of the disbelievers? They said, "Ma ahidna aleika kaddiba." We have not experienced any type of lying from you. Then the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم mentioned, "Inni nathirun lakum bi na عذاباً أليم. He said, "Indeed, I am a warner to you before the coming of a painful punishment." The scholars they make a beautiful point. They say that when the disbelievers responded to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam they didn't just say, we believe you. Rather they said, we have not experienced from you any lying, we have not known you to be a liar. So here they negate from the Prophet wasallam to have ever lied. And that in itself Is a clear indication that he is a person who is truthful Different from saying You are speaking the truth Because affirming for a person That he has spoken the truth about a matter It doesn't negate or necessarily mean he doesn't lie A person, when it comes to uh, let's just say quoting hadith, the person will never lie on the Prophet Sallallahu But when the individual speaks about his accomplishments, he exaggerates the truth, which is a lie. So when the person said, the Prophet Sallallahu said, and then he quotes the hadith, we say, yeah, that's, you spoke the truth. But then now when he starts to speak about his accomplishments, and he says he studied here and he studied, and he actually never studied in those places. And it's known he lies about that. We say, no, you're not telling the truth. So the person here, he mixes between being one who is truthful at times and then one who lies at times. Not the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ. And this was testified to by his enemies. His enemies. We have not experienced from you any lying. How many from amongst us this statement can be said about us. How many? And no one telling himself here, but you ask yourself the question. Can it be said about us that it is not known from us to have ever told a lie? Lying in these days and times, unfortunately, has become easy and simple with some just like pouring water out of a vessel. The Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned in another wording, li salih al-akhlaq." Indeed, I have only been sent for the purpose of completing the righteous character. The Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned this statement, putting emphasis on the importance of having good character. And those who downplay having good character, then these individuals are in opposition to that which the Prophet wasallam came with of good character. How can we downplay something that the Prophet wasallam has put emphasis on? you find individuals who have bad mannerisms bad character with the people and when the matter is mentioned or addressed you find people coming to the defense of this person saying but he's a person of the sunnah <laughs> his aqeedah is good his manhaj is good though He's a little rough around the edges, but MashaAllah, he ain't f- from the people of innovation. Alhamdulillah, innovation is evil, severe, something hated. By Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and the Messenger Sallallahu But at the same time, good character is important in Islam, and one is not allowed to belittle the affair of having good character. And then saying that the person's aqidah is good. The reality, ikhwan, wal akhawat, an individual who has bad character, this is due to a deficiency in his aqidah. As Sheikh Saleh, Ali Sheikh, Hafizullah ta'ala, he mentioned that the one who commits sins or his character is bad, this is due to there being a deficiency in his tawheed. How is that? How is that? Huh? It's a little harder. How was that? How was having bad character an indication of there being a deficiency in the person's tawhid? Let me see. If a person has you know strong belief, In you know tawhid, he'd refrain from committing certain sins. So maybe that's that that deficiency of him not having like maybe enough taqwa isn't he's not able to. Stay away from committing those sins. What you want to say? So, Similar. Yes. What you want to say? I say that one of the per- per- perfection of the faith is behaving as if uh, Allah sees us. Hmm. So, the stronger the belief, the I mean, yeah, uh, better uh, the behavior. Yes. Uh, um, understanding Ta'i is understanding the goodness of Allah. Is that only the only aspect of ta'hiid? not the only. What's one of what's the main category of ta'hiid? Allah has no partner. And His what? In His lordship. That's the what's the main category of Tawhid? Huh? Oh, say it again. That's the main category of Tawheed? The main category of Tawheed. I have not created the jinn of mankind except to worship me. That's the main category of Tawheed. That's the ibadah, worship of Allah. And the worship of Allah is necessitated due to the Rububiya and the Asma and the Sifat. The discrepancy between the prophets and the messengers and the people they were sent to was based on what? Rububiyya, huh? Oh, the ibadah, the uluhiya. Oh yeah. So the most important aspect of ta'wheed is ta'wheed ul-ibadah, ta'wheed ul-uluhiya, or ta'wheed ul-ilahiya, or ta'wheed al-talab wal-qas. These are different terminologies that are used for the same category of ta'wheed. So, Allah, He created us to worship Him. Having good character, is this a part of worship or not? It's a part of worship. When a person fails to have good character, as they have been commanded, have they fallen short in the affair of carrying out worship that is upon them to have? Yes or no? There's the deficiency right there. There's the deficiency. You cannot separate between belief, statements, and actions. Why not? Because Iman consists of all three. So when a person is deficient in his physical practice, that means there's a deficiency in his want. In his Iman. The creed of al sunnah wa Jama'ah is, Iman is al qawl Bil-Lisan Al-I'tiqad bil qalb wal Bil-Jawarih or as the scholars mentioned the five noons, Al-I'tiqad Bil-Janan Al-Qawl Bil-Lisan بِالْأَرْكَانِ يَزِيدُ بطاعة الرحمن وَيَنْقُصِ بطاعة الشَّيْطَانِ The Iman is the belief with the heart, statement of the tongue, the actions of the body parts. It increases with obedience to Allah and, or rahman and it decreases with obedience to shaitan. When a person has bad character, have they obeyed Allah and His Messenger or have they obeyed the shaitan? When you obey the shaitan, what happens to your faith? It decreases. It decreases. Anytime we behave in a manner that is inappropriate, whether it is something that is between us and Allah, or whether we have behaved in a manner that is inappropriate with the creation, anytime that we have acted outside of the Islamic character, know that this matter is a deficiency in faith. So Aisha radiAllahu anha she stated, "كان خلقه القرآن that his character was that of the Quran." The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in his speech in his actions, in his belief, all of it was in accordance to what Allah revealed. We do not find the Prophet Muhammad being one who received revelation and then he opposes what Allah revealed to him. You don't find that from the Prophet. Rather, what we find from the Prophet that he was the first to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah Azza wa commanded him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to establish that he is from the first of those who submit. Allah, he mentions to the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam قُل إِنَّ الصَّلَاتِ وَنُسُكِ وَمَحْيَايا لِلَّهِ رَبِّ العالمين. لَا وَبِذَٰلِكَ أُمِرْتُ وَأَنَا أَوَّلُ مسلمين. Allah says to the Prophet Muhammad Say, indeed my prayer, my sacrifice, my life, my death is for Allah the Creator of or the Lord of the creation. there being be no partners for him and i have been commanded with that and i am the first of the muslims surah an'am verses number 162 and 163 question is the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa the first muslim no he's not the first muslim all of the prophets and messengers were Muslims. And the Prophet Muhammad wasallam is the last prophet and messenger. So what does it mean? That the Prophet wasallam he is the first of the Muslims. How do we understand this? The, first of the Muslims um, the last revelation. The revelation. Some of the ulama of Tafsir have mentioned هذه Ummah. He is the first of the Muslims from this nation. Also, Some ulama have mentioned he is the first of the Muslims, meaning he is the first one to submit to Allah. And no one is quicker in submitting to Allah than the Prophet. The command comes, he submits.
1: Allah Azawajal.
0: He establishes that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was upon exalted character, and during the course of these talks, the brothers they will be speaking to the community. Regarding different aspects of the character of the Prophet, ﷺ. how the Prophet ﷺ was a mercy to mankind. This is something extremely important that we believe and something that we Should propagate that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was a mercy to all of creation. And we should be able to present examples of how the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was a mercy. Because this is one of the means of giving da'wah to the people teaching them about the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi mentioning his character and calling the people to that which the prophet sallallahu alaihi called to and in the mannerisms of the prophet sallallahu alaihi in his call Let's take a look at the mannerisms of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu with his Lord. And this is the most important aspect of having good character. That one has good character with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu he was one who was sincere In the Prophet sallallahu he worshiped Allah based upon what Allah revealed to him The Prophet didn't make up things in the religion Prophet did not make up things in the religion. So here are two matters here sincerity and following the revelation. These two affairs make up the most important aspect of how our mannerisms are to be with Allah worshipping him alone and worshipping him according to what he legislated The Prophet Muhammad sallam prior to being a prophet and a messenger, he never worshipped the idols, never the Prophet Muhammad after becoming a prophet and a messenger he never worshipped idols, never and when the Prophet became the prophet and the messenger sent to all of mankind the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam worshiped allah according to how allah legislated the prophet sallallahu alaihi did not oppose what allah legislated the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he came to his mannerisms with Allah, he was grateful. As the Prophet said, "Allah, he was seen praying, and he stood so long that his feet swelled up or cracked, and the ground around his feet was soaked with his tears." And when it was said to him, O Messenger of Allah, why are you doing this? And Allah has forgiven you already for what has preceded and what will come of any mistakes or sins. Why are you doing this? Meaning you don't have to do this. You, basically, you're good. What was his response? أَحْسَنْتُمْ جَزَاكُمُ اللَّهِ خَيْرِ أَفَلَا أَكُنْ عَبْدًا شُكُورًا Shouldn't I be a grateful servant? This is the epitome of good character. Wallah. You know how we are. If our boss told us that our month's salary is already in the account. If you want to come to work, you can come to work. If you don't want to come to work, it's okay. The salary is in the account. Who's going to go to work? You understand? Nobody getting up in the morning. Why do I bring this example? Here it is, Allah forgave the Prophet Wasallam in this manner. The Prophet Wasallam didn't just say, Okay, I'm forgiven, so I don't have to do extra. That's it. I can just relax now and... No, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi He increased in his ibadah. He sallallahu alaihi wasallam showed gratitude. He didn't stop because of that favor that Allah gave to him to forgive him. And even as he was asked, why are you doing this? Allah has already forgiven you, meaning that you don't have to do this. You're you're already in the clear, for lack of better words. Prophet said, should I not be a grateful servant? Sincerity, following the religion, Showing gratitude except for the characteristics of the Prophet The Prophet he was not a mushrik. He didn't associate partners with Allah. The Prophet was not a mubtadi'ah. He didn't innovate in the religion and make up things in the religion that Allah didn't give him no authority to do or to say. The Prophet Wasallam was not ungrateful. No, he was grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You look at the Prophet Wasallam and his relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He depended upon Allah. We know the narration where the Prophet Sallallahu was resting, and the individual came and took the sword of the Prophet Sallallahu was and said, "Who is going to save you from me?" What did he say? Allah. Allah. Dependency. The Prophet Sallallahu belief in Allah was strong. This is an example for us. The Prophet Muhammad وسلم, he worshipped Allah until death, another example of the relationship between the Prophet wasallam and Allah and how he had good manners. Allah wa he mentions, And worship your Lord until the certainty comes to you. The heretics from amongst the extremists of Ahlul Tasawwuf, the people of Sufiya, they say that this means worship Allah until you reach a certain level or you reach the level of certainty. And with them, The certainty is that Allah is the creation and the creation is Allah Basically Allah is everything Allah is everything Or as they say there is no reality This is the certainty There is no reality except for Allah Which basically means that everything is Allah And Allah is everything The Prophet Muhammad in his practice of this verse, going back, كَانَ خُلُقُهُ الْقُرْآنَ His character was that of the Qur'an. The Prophet did just that. He worshipped Allah until death came to him. And that's the meaning of certainty, death. The Prophet never stopped worshipping Allah taala. The Prophet was a consistent practitioner of the deen. This is from his character, brothers and sisters. The Prophet wasn't a part-time Muslim. And what I mean by that, submitting to Allah at times and then at other times, doing our own thing, as they say, or I'm doing me right now. Why don't we leave off the I'm doing me mentality and let's do what Allah says. That's the safest route to take, the safest path to be upon. Because when we have that mentality I'm doing me, doing me in many cases means something that's in opposition to what Allah has legislated. Seriously. And the lingo of the people when it, I'm, I'm doing me right now. Most cases, the person is committing a sin. Right or wrong? In most cases, where do we ever find the Prophet وسلم, taking a break from being obedient to Allah and he says, I'm doing me? I'm, I'm, I'm doing my own thing right now. I'll get back to the revelation tomorrow. Where do you ever find the Prophet behaving like that? So when we speak about the character of the Prophet wasallam, we have to look at how was his character with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have to follow that example. The Prophet Muhammad wasallam. Was a consistent worshiper of Allah, consistent in his obedience, consistent in having good character. We just see consistency and stability in the life of the Prophet when it came to his relationship with Allah. And this is something that. Many of us, we lack in, you know, may Allah forgive us, we lack in consistency at times. But the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, أَحَبُّ الْأَعْمَالِ إِلَى اللَّهِ That the most beloved of the actions to Allah, are those acts that are done on a consistent basis even if it is small in number, small in amount. Consistency is key when it comes to your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In his relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his mannerisms with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, was one of love, one of hope, one of fear. Another aspect. It is a must that when we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, brothers, sisters, that we have these three affairs present. Love of Allah, fear of Allah, and hope for the reward and the mercy of Allah. These three matters are arkanul ibadah, the pillars of worship. Love, fear, and hope. Shaykhul Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentioned, and the treaties Al-Urbudiyyah the treaties of servitude the servitude of Allah that the Salaf have mentioned من Allah الله على الرجاء فقط فهو مرجي. whoever worships Allah based upon hope alone he is a murji, and yani he's from the اللَّهَ عَلَىٰ الْخَوْفِ فَقَدْ فُهُوَ khariji. And whoever worships Allah based upon fear alone, then he is a khariji, meaning from the khawarij. وَمَنْ اللَّهَ عَلَىٰ فَقَدْ فُهُوَ زنديقى. And whoever worships Allah based upon love alone, then he is a heretic, a heretic, a zindik. ولكن من عبد الله على الرجاء والخوف والمحبة فهو الصنّي موحد. However, the one who Worships Allah based upon love, based upon hope, fear, and love, then he is a person of the sunnah and he is a person of tawheed. He is a person of the sunnah and he is a person of Tawheed. Worshipping Allah based upon hope. alone. They contain me mentions that the person is a murji. This is what was said by the scholars. Why? Because the murji are, they do not view actions to be a part of faith. With them, faith is something of the heart. Speech the tongue. And the extremists from amongst them, faith is just it's in the heart. That's it. us. And as long as you have faith in your heart, sins, they don't hurt you. So they just have hope. Allah is the most merciful. Allah is kind. Allah is the all-forgiving. This is the focus. So the murjia, they worship Allah based upon that. The khawarij are the opposite. They're overcome by fear. So now, when you make a mistake, as a Muslim, you're not a Muslim no more. You left Islam. You drink khamr, you're kafir. You have from the khawarij, those who say, even the lesser sins you commit, you left Islam. But normally they say, whoever has committed major sins, have left the fold of Islam. Because they view faith to be one thing. Either you have it all, or you don't have it at all. All or none, as they, you know, as the, the statement, all or none. Be patient, inshallah. Don't follow them. I know that. Be patient, Inshallah. He's been around a little longer. Oh, <laughs> but this is subhanAllah. With them, is it's all or nothing. Either you have all the faith, or you don't have none faith, no faith at all. SubhanAllah. That's a heavy burden they have put upon the people. You, you, you better understand this point? Yeah. So there's no room forever with the khawarij. This is how far their fear has taken them. You slip, you're out That's it And then you have Those who worship Allah Based upon love The love boat We just love Allah Those are the Sufis Because they say Look at their logic If you worship Allah Based upon hope this is the worship of a tajir You're like a businessman trying to do trade. You're doing something in exchange for something. Right? So we don't want to worship Allah like that. And if you worship Allah based upon fear, this is like the worship of a slave, Toby. <laughs> you're scared to get punished. This is why you carrying out the master's you know, decree. So you're afraid. The hellfire going to get you. That's the only reason. No, no, no. We don't worship Allah like that. We worship Allah upon love. This is their, this is their mentality, their ideology. SubhanAllah, behold. But look what the scholars have mentioned. But whoever worships Allah based upon hope, fear, and love, He is a person of the sunnah. The sunnah of who? Prophet So that means this is is the relationship that Prophet Muhammad had with Allah. That he worshipped Allah with hope, he worshipped Allah with fear, he worshipped Allah with love. When the Prophet sallallahu will see the clouds coming, what will he do? Huh? And then what will he do? He will pray. Out of what fear that a punishment is coming. Yeah, because Allah destroyed people before with clouds coming and then Allah So the Prophet would get nervous when he would see it getting dark and clouds coming because maybe it's the punishment of Allah. He was afraid. When the Prophet suddenly stood up at night. And his feet were swollen up and he said, Should I not be a, a grateful servant? What is this he's showing to Allah? His love. When you, when you are grateful to a person, that's a sign of love. Gratitude is a sign of love. And likewise... the prophet sallallahu whenever he would have something he would give it away quick in charity he didn't like to hold on to things hoping for what the reward there are so many examples where you see these three affairs fear love hope fear love hope fear love hope you see them And the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Again he was the best He was the best at what he did In worshipping Allah So If we want to be From the best of the people Then it is upon us to follow the best Again, if we want to be from the best of the people, it is upon us to follow the best. Inshallah ta'ala, I'll stop at this point. Whatever is correct, the praise is for Allah azzawajal alone. And whatever is incorrect, it is for myself. اللَّهُمُ بِحَمْدِكَ أَنْ لَا أَنْتَ